Hi, I'm Mountain Princess and welcome to A Teen's Guide to the World. This is a podcast where I talk about everything that crosses teenagers' minds, from books to politics to movies. Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you are enjoying the lovely snow if you're in England. And if you're not, I just hope you're having a great day. In this episode, uh, going against what I said last week, I'm going to be talking about the... Okay, how do I pronounce it? I've tried practicing this. This is called the inauguration. I think that's correct. Anyway, I'm going to be talking about the inauguration and the poem that was performed in it. Before I start make sure to check my website at www.mountainprincess.co.uk That's www.mountainprincess.co.uk You'll find a link in the descriptions. Now, let's get started. On the 20th of January, 2021, at 11... 49 p.m. EST, East Standard Time, Eastern, I think, yeah. Joe Biden finished doing the creed thingy, whatever the presidents have to read. It's like this creed speech that they confess that they're going to do so-and-so and and not do so-and-so, even though Trump didn't follow that, but we move. He finished it 11 minutes before his term officially started, making him the 46th president of the United States of America. More like divided states of America, looking at the map of who voted what. (laughs) Anyway, during the inauguration show, there were lots of performers. There was Lady Gaga singing the national anthem, Katy Perry, and the... One thing that took everyone by storm was a poem by a 22-year-old Harvard student called Amanda Gorman. And she is the youngest person to deliver a poem at the inauguration. And the poem she recited was called The Hill We Climb. And she wrote it herself after Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were sworn as president and vice president. I mean, she didn't write it after, she performed it after. So the poem goes like this. When day comes, we ask ourselves, where can we find light in the never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace. And the norms and notions of what just is, isn't always just ice. And yet, the dawn is ours. Before we knew it, somehow we do it. Somehow we have withered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time, where a skinny black girl, descended from slaves and raised by a single mother, can dream of becoming president, only to find herself reciting for one. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to form a union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colours, characters and conditions of man. And so we lift our gazes, not to what stands between us, but to what stands before us. We close the divide because we know, to put our future first, we must first put our differences aside. 
We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. To one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. That even as we grieved, we grew. That even as we hurt, we hoped. That even as we tried, we tried. That we'll forever be tied together, victorious. Not because we will never again know defeat, but because we will never again sow division. Scripture tells us no and vision, that everyone shall sit under their own vine and fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. If we're to live in our own, up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade. But in all the bridges we've made, that is the promised glade. The hill we climb, only if only we dare, is because being American is more than the pride we inherit. It's the past we step into. It's how we repair it. We've seen a force that would shatter our nation rather than share it. Would destroy our country if it meant declaring democra- delaying democracy. And this effort, it very nearly succeeded. But while democracy can be periodically delayed, it can never be permanently defeated. In this truth, in this faith we trust. For while we have our eyes on the future, history has our its eyes on us. This is an era of redemption. We feared at its inception. We do not feel prepared to be the heirs of such a terrifying hour, but within it we found the power to author a new chapter, to offer hope and laughter to ourselves. So while once we asked, how could we possibly prevail over catastrophe? Now we are sat. How could catastrophe possibly prevail over us? We will not march back to what was, but move to what shall be. A country that is bruised but whole, benevolent but bold, fierce and free. We will not be turned around or interrupted by intimidation, because we know our inaction and interior will be the inheritance of the next generation. Our blunders become their burdens, but one thing is certain. If we merge mercy with might and might with right, then love becomes our legacy and change our children's birthright. So let us leave behind a country better than the one we are left with. Every breath from my bronze powdered chest, we will rise from this wounded world into a wondrous one. We will rise from the gold-limbed hills of the west. We will rise from the wind-swept northeast, wind-swept northeast, where our forefathers first realized revolution. We will rise from the lake-rimmed cities of the midwestern states. We will rise from the sun-baked south. We will rebuild, reconcile, and recover. And every known nook of our nation and every corner of our country, our people diverse and our beautiful and beautiful will emerge, battered and beautiful. When day comes, we step out of the shade, aflame and afraid. The new dawn blooms as we free it, for there is always right. If only we are brave enough to see it. If only we are brave enough to see it. It's a beautiful poem. I absolutely love it. And, well, she did very well. I shouldn't say well. She was amazing when she performed it. And it's very inspirational to young black women. Especially because Kamala Harris is the first female vice president. And she's also black. First black vice president. And put that together, first female black vice president. 
so both her and Amanda Gorman are sharing a message that you can be anything and not just what teachers tell you oh yeah you can be anything you want to be but if you put your mind to it you can achieve great things and I'm not trying to be like cliche because this actually can work you saw how we had Obama I mean not we I'm not American America had Obama first black president who's from Kenya then they had Trump. But that was just like a silly period. You know, you always want to have a break in between. Because, you know, Clinton got um, impeached. And wasn't he before Obama? Or two before him? Anyway. But I just love the poem. I'm in shock. This is the first time me reading it. And it is beautiful. The poem is asking for freedom and equality. And it's looking over what has happened in the past like 12 months because a lot has happened that divided new york not new york america more than it already has been divided but she says we need to look past that and try and find unity in all of that to be the united states we know we are and we need to look and find that that's anyway that's how i interpret it you know what? i think i might write a poem after reading this wow I hope you guys really like this and thank you for listening. I hope you have a great week and I promise I will talk about driver's license next week, especially because I did a remix last night. Have a great day. Goodbye.